This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Will we see entire small businesses being run by ChatGPT and plugins? I think it's very possible. That's one of the things that we're going to be talking about today on Everyday uh, Everyday AI. Uh, This is your daily live stream podcast and newsletter to help everyday people like you and me get the most out of AI, to actually understand it and use it. So very excited today, going to be taking a somewhat deep dive into ChatGPT plugins. You've probably heard of them. Maybe you've used them. Maybe you haven't. Um, You're going to want to stick around for today's conversation because if you do, I think the way that you do work can completely change for the better. All right. So before we, we jump into that, as a reminder, if you are joining live, please leave some comments, leave some questions. I am here for you. Uh, everyday AI is to help everyday people learn AI. So this is for you. But before we talk plugins, let's quickly recap the daily AI news. That's something we do every single weekday, Monday to Friday. So let's take a look. So this was in our newsletter yesterday, but we didn't talk about it. I think it's important. Um, so the Grammys is saying no to AI, but yes to AI, uh, AI content. Um, that's very interesting to me, and and here's my take on it. So you know, most of us have have heard you know some of these AI generated songs. There was kind of the uh, the Drake in the Weekend song, and some of these songs are really good. So you know, it's it's interesting that uh, the Recording Academy is not necessarily saying don't make this music. They're just saying that they're not going to give out Grammys to any sort of AI or AI generated content. Um, so very interesting. Uh, kind of our second news piece of the day, uh, which kind of, I'm going to use this to tease uh, the conversation for tomorrow, but IBM and Adobe are teaming up for more generative AI. Um, so they've already had a longstanding partnership, but they kind of renewed and doubled down um, on generative AI. So Adobe obviously um, has some of its own a- uh, generative AI offerings, you know, text to image, um, and, and something that I think puts Adobe and now IBM in a unique position is uh, I think Adobe is probably going to avoid uh, copyright lawsuits because they are training on content that they have ownership rights to where other platforms, um, if I'm specifically talking here about text to image. So some of those platforms like, um, you know, Dolly from OpenAI, Journey, they're trained on essentially the open internet. So um, there's probably going to be a lot of lawsuits. Um, I mean, there already are um, happening in those instances. So this IBM and Adobe partnership doubling doubling down on generative AI, super important um, to see how this is going to um, play out. Also worth noting, a, a, you know, IBM specifically is investing so much time and resources into generative AI, but this is the same company that, already said that they're going to replace or not hire about 8,000 jobs because of AI. So we're going to be talking about uh, how AI is impacting the job market on tomorrow's live stream and podcast. So make sure you tune in for that one. Last but not least, before we get into ChatGPT, uh, some news is OpenAI is thinking about opening an AI app store. So that's different from plugins. 
um, in the fact that this is geared more toward um, kind of apps built on top of the GPT technology and not necessarily plugins um, dedicated to the current chat GPT, if, if, if that makes sense. So uh, it's actually a great segue into, into plugins. So uh, let's, let's talk about chat GPT plugins. And I see we already have a couple of comments. Uh, so thank you all for tuning in. Um, as a reminder, if you are listening to this on the podcast, check the show notes. We're going to be dropping a couple links in. So if you want to go through and read some of these comments or even you know leave a comment uh, for me or just participate in the conversation, please do that. So uh, I'm going to get to these comments, I, I promise you, but I want to just start by uh, let's let's try to share my screen here, and I'll do my best to talk along. If you are listening, you know, in the car or on a podcast or something like that, so um, let's talk plugins. Here we go. So before I do that, uh, some of these slides, if if you've been, I, I see some of the people in the in the comments already have have taken our PPP course. It's a free course. We don't sell anything. Uh, so if if you want more information, uh, we just revamped it actually. So drop. Uh, PPP in the comments. I'll send you that information today. So maybe you've seen some of these slides, but most of you have not. So let's talk quickly about plugins, what they are, and the difference between the free version and the paid version. Um, so you are only going to get plugins with the paid version of ChatGPT+. So it's $20 a month. And there's vast differences between the free version and the paid version. But I'd say for the most part, the two biggest difference, well, I'll say the three biggest differences are you can browse the web. So, you know, you see this cutoff here in, in free chat GPT, the cutoff is September, 2021. So if you're looking to use chat GPT for recent information, or if things have changed, the free version of chat GPT doesn't cut it. You've probably seen the message um, about the cutoff date, all that. So if you're properly using plugins and uh, the internet, uh, because that's another uh, capability, is you have browsing um, with Bing, kind of their uh, OpenAI and Microsoft's partnership. So you have Bing browsing, so it essentially gets rid of that cutoff date, and you can literally be talking with ChatGPT, the pro version, um, about things that happened an hour ago, 30 minutes ago. If there's a website, if it's online, ChatGPT Pro, the pro version, has access to that. So there's some other uh, minute differences, but I wanted to talk about that first because we're going to be talking about plugins. So if you have the pro version, I'm going to show you how to use plugins. If you don't, just keep this in mind because in my opinion, the $20 is, is well worth it. Um, all right, cool. I already see some some PPPs. Cool. I'll make sure to send you all uh, that information. So um, I want to I wanna just... Make a comparison here, okay? So, just just put your uh, put your uh, imaginary hats on with me. So, let's say the internet, in terms of capabilities, is the equivalent of a word processor, okay? And then we say ChatGPT. Let's just say the free version has the equivalency of Wikipedia and Google Docs. So, again, we're imagining there's that's obviously much more capable than just the internet alone. ChatGPT is, I think, a revolutionary um, tool just for society, like at large, right? It's changing everything from, you know, students and, and researchers to CEOs and, and how they're running their company. So, I think it's a, it's a revolutionary um, tool or, or software. But I think when we go from ChatGPT to ChatGPT with plugins, 
that's like going from the Wikipedia and Google Docs to having an army of employees and supercomputers. It's 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 not a joke. Um, I think, and there's been many articles, and we'll share that in our free di- uh, daily newsletter. So make sure to sign up at youreverydayai.com. But there's many uh, articles that have looked in depth about what the chat GPT plugin ecosystem just means, not just for society, but for you know at least the US economy as well. Um, so I'm not going to get into that because we're already a couple minutes in and I want to talk, I want to talk plugins here. So let's, let's do it. Um, the moral of the story is pay the $20. I can't believe how many people I've talked to. Um, and I've had great conversations with who are using ChatGPT in their daily lives. And then I'll get a message and they'll say, Hey, you know, listen to your podcast or saw, saw this in the newsletter. And I finally took the plunge. Um, you know, I finally started paying for chat GPT, uh, the, the, the plus edition, $20 a month, pay the $20, right? I'm not getting paid by chat GPT or by open AI to say that. Um, but it will literally pay for itself in the first hour that you use it because you can, this is not an exaggeration with plugins. You can easily three X 10 X, um, your output or your return on time investment. That's another thing I'm huge on is, you know, re- uh, getting a positive, uh, return on the time. So let's get into it. Um, and, and actually, why don't you, for, for those of you tuning in, thank you, um, just leave me a quick yes or no or, or why or and uh, in the comments to let me know if you are currently using uh, ChatGPT plugins. Um, I'm interested for, for those of you participating uh, with, us, with us live if, if you're using them. So let's talk. So if you do have the pro version, it's plugins are not there by default. So uh, on the screen here, I'm sharing uh, kind of how to do this. So you're going to want to go into your settings. You're going to have to go to the beta features and you're going to have to turn on uh, the different um, modes. So there's browse with Bing, uh, there's plugins, and then there's also something that I don't have access to, which is code interpreter. Uh, so they roll these out a little bit at a time. Also worth noting, not all countries have access to these at all times. Um, you know, I've had some great conversations with everyday AI listeners that say, hey, it's been, you know, I've I've had the plus for months, but I still don't have plugins. So um, not sure why that is, but uh, it's it, it's coming eventually. So um, and then you'll see on the right hand side here in this screenshot, you also need to choose your model. Um, so if you do have the pro plan and if you have enabled these plugins, you need to select there's the default GPT-4, which is the paid version. Um, and then there's the browse with Bing and, and then there's plugins. Okay. So in this scenario, the things that we're talking about, we're going to want to make sure you choose plugins. Also, when you start a new chat, it defaults to the, to the default mode. Uh, so that's very important. And I'm going to show you why here, here in a, uh, in a minute. So let's keep going. Um, like I said, there's more than uh, plugins are not available in all countries, and there's more than 450 plugins available. Uh, I checked last night. They're adding new ones uh, daily. Um, so some best practices to talk about, and I'm going to show you some screenshots why. Um, you need to choose your plugins. You need to label them, and then you need to train those chats up. All right? So more on that later, but it's important to talk about right away because if you're using a chat, you can't change the plugin, right? So let's say if, if, if you want to choose the different plugins that add all these functionalities um, and you're, you're putting all of this information in a chat that's very useful, you can't go back. You can't change it. 
uh, and you know, they only allow three plugins at a time. Uh, also I, I should always say this, don't upload confidential or sensitive documents. Um, you know, open AI does use this information to train their models. So, you know, don't upload confidential information. There's been plenty of stories out there where companies have done that and gotten in trouble. Also, when you are using third-party plugins, be aware of those, uh, those plugins terms of service. A lot of these, uh, third-party plugins, they require you to have accounts. Not all do, but some some do. So be aware of how they use your data as well. Um, as an example, a great uh, plugin for ChatGPT is Zapier, right? So you have to have a Zapier account, but also you should be aware of how Zapier is using your information, especially if you're using this in an enterprise scenario or if, if you're you know, the CEO of a small business, you probably want to know how your data is being used. It's something important um, to uh, to keep in mind. Uh, also focus on daily utility when using plugins, not just the wow factor, right? I think that's so easy because you'll, you'll see all these people that are using plugins, um, and you'll just start to try to fit yourself or your business use case according to what they're doing. Don't do that. Look at how your, how your business, um, is currently operating and see where you're spending the most time or see where you don't have the capabilities or the time to spend in those departments and then find those plugins that match up with those scenarios, all right? And I do see we have quite a few questions and I'm gonna definitely get to those. Um, so let's let's keep going here. So here's a tip. So again, for those of you that took the PPP course, I kind of referenced this um, and again, drop PPP in the comments if, if, if you want access to this course. I'll send it to you. It's free, no upsells. But you can only have three active plugins per chat. So what we talk about doing is creating plugin packs. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some, some favorites and some examples. So again, you can't switch. So let's say you're, you're training one of these chats and you're putting in your website. Maybe you're uploading PDFs and you're getting it. ChatGPT to respond in, in your company's tone of voice. If you want to use a different plugin, you can't. You have to start over from scratch. So it's important to do your due diligence on the front end and to say, hey, these are the plugins that I need to use. So we call those plugin packs, okay? And I'm going to give you some, uh, some best examples. Our most used one at Everyday AI is this combination. Ready? So it's a web plugin, a PDF, plugin and an agent. And an agent is essentially any certain role that you're doing for those tasks. But in most cases for us, we will always use two out of those three plugin spots for web and PDF. So let me actually back up. So we very rarely will use the default web browsing version uh, of, you know, kind of the Bing collaboration because if you choose that, it's great. Don't get me wrong, but you can't use other plugins. Um, you, you know, you 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 don't have access to all of this other functionality. Uh, the 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 browsing mode is only for browsing, nothing else, and you can't switch. So there's plenty of great web plugins. So uh, WebPilot is is probably the one that we use uh, we use the most. But try which one works for you. So we'll always almost always have a web plugin a PDF plugin, and then like an agent plugin. So that'll vary depending on what we're using it for. Uh, but that's definitely kind of our, our go-to scenario. Uh, I would love to, you know, if you've already experimented, drop one of your favorite plugins in the comments here. Um, you know, we'll probably share about some of these from, from, from the newsletter or also say like, hey, what are you using it for? Uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. 
Um, I'm actually going to take, take, take a quick break here and I'm going to go through some of these questions now because I don't want you waiting until the end. And uh, as you can tell, this already might be a longer podcast today. Um, so May Britt, uh, shout out May Britt, one of our most loyal listeners, uh, asking really curious about ChatGPT plugins and mostly what is the top five plugins we should look into, um, example, marketing content, etc. So like I said, in most cases, you're, you're, you're really only looking at that third open spot. Um, but kind of the ones that we use the most often. So I won't give our, uh, maybe I'll kind of give an impromptu top five. So web pilot for browsing. Uh, a PDF plugin called uh, AI PDF and some other ones that we use um, and, you know, experiment here and there. Uh, Zapier, I think is going to be amazing. There's multiple plugins that will, uh, you know, kind of draw you diagrams or to create charts and graphs based on data that you input. Uh, so it really, uh, maybe it really depends on, um, it really depends on what you're using it for, you know, even a top five plugin list, but I'll say, Top five has to be, you know, something for uh, web browsing and something for PDFs, regardless of, of what your use case is. Um, couple couple other questions. Uh, Lefteris here. Uh, my main area of interest is PDF processing. It's great. Uh, by the way, if you haven't signed up for our daily newsletter, uh, I, I gave uh, a couple of these PDF plugins a, a run the other day in a segment we have called AI in Five. Um, Definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. So uh, the question is, how is the token limit affected when you provide ChatGPT with a link to a PDF? Um, that's that's a great question because all of these um, are limited by characters. So uh, we talk about that in the PPP course, but essentially ChatGPT has a memory limit. So if, if, if you're feeding it information earlier in the chat, and let's say you're using it twice a week and you have a chat for marketing for your business and you've uploaded all these documents, after a certain number of characters, um, I don't have it up in front of me, but I know it's on that chart. So let me scroll back here quick. Um, so about 6,000 words, it's going to start losing. So uh, what does count, uh, Lepteris, is, is any time that characters are used in the chat. Um, so if you say, you know, hey look at this PDF. And if you're asking for uh, one piece of advice, it's not going to use all of those tokens or all of those words. It's just what actually gets um, ChatGPT produces. Uh, I, I, I hope that makes sense. Uh, all right. Uh, let me get to a couple other questions here. Uh, Kathleen, thank you for joining. So uh, Kathleen saying, what's your favorite aspect of ChatGPT that you have tested out and benefited from? Uh, definitely summarizing uh, PDFs summarizing YouTube videos, summarizing articles. Um, I try to personally, I try to learn as much as I can. And I think that chat GPT with plugins. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside chat GPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free prime prompt polish chat GPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realized that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, 
go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. It is probably the greatest learning tool, even more so than when the internet was introduced, right? I remember having to, uh, when I was writing reports growing up, having to, you know, go to the library and look things up in multiple, uh, you know, uh, encyclopedia volumes, uh, checking out books to find information. Even when the internet came out, I think using chat GPT with plugins is more powerful than when the internet first came out, at least for me, in terms of learning um, education research. I think it's, it's huge. Uh, let me see if we have any other questions. Otherwise I'm going to get back and go through here. Uh, Malvin, a great question. Can I transfer my chats from 3.5 to four? So again, uh, version 3.5 is the free version. It's very fast, but again, you have that cutoff at September, 2021, and it's not that powerful. Um, the, the, the pro version also provides more depth and it's responsive. It's better at writing. It's better at taking commands. Um, so again, 3.5 is the free version Four is the paid version. Uh, short answer. No, you can't, your chats will be there still Malvin, if, if you upgrade, but they will be stuck, quote unquote, stuck in 3.5 mode. Um, and I actually, uh, have a slide here for that. So I think that's a great, um, it's a great transition to, uh, the next one, but I want to quickly talk about a couple other just plugin pack examples. So you can have an education plugin pack. So, uh, there's a plugin called universal that summarizes different, uh, different media, uh, Wolfram, uh, alpha, which is a great tool. It's advanced computation. And there's another great one called scholar AI, which is peer review paper. So again, you can create these packs, um, for certain certain topics. So let's say you're working on a, on a thesis or a long paper in school. You know you might want to create a plug and pack um, that has some of these different education based, and then keep your chat in there. Um, all right. Let me. Uh, I know there's a couple other. Uh, I'm just going to skip skip down so I can get back to uh, Malvin's question. Uh, can can you transfer your chats? No. Um, so as you'll see on the screen here, and if you're not, let me describe it to you. If you are using the pro version, it is limited. Uh, I should have mentioned that in the beginning. It's limited to 25 messages every three hours. I hope they get rid of that. So uh, you're, after you hit that cap, if, if you've used ChatGPT plus uh, pretty, pretty heavily like, like, like I have, um, you're going to see this message that says you can wait until, you know, essentially your cap is lifted. So wait an hour, wait two hours, whatever it is. Or you can click that thing that says use the default model. I say this in the PPP course, never hit that button. No one on the internet is talking about this. So I'll be the weird uh, chat GPT guy screaming from, from the porch. Don't click that because if you spent all this time in the pro version and you have your plugins and, you know, your... Um, really getting a chat to work for you and to create some amazing content research, whatever it may be. And then you click that use default model, you lose it all. It then defaults to 3.5. And at least as of today, you cannot switch back. So uh, I hope that answers your question, Malvin. If not, uh, go ahead, go ahead and drop me, um, drop me another comment. Uh, Jesse asking, is there a plugin for smart email auto responders? Um, Technically, yes, there are. Um, I think a better use case for this, Jesse, would be using a Chrome extension um, that, that's built specifically for this um, because otherwise, 
you're just kind of creating some manual work because you would have to copy and paste an email into chat GPT, get a response, and then copy and paste that back. So in theory, you could use Zapier and do it all, but it's, I think it's much easier and much more effective to get a return on your time investment to use a, um, a Chrome extension, um, or, you know, I know like, you know, if, if you're using windows, they're actually having this built into the next version of windows, but I think it's much better to do it in the native platform, wherever you're emailing, it's going to save you more time. Um, all right. We have a, we have a couple more. Uh, Allah has a question. Can I generate codes to build my own personal portfolio website using GPT? Yes. Uh, there's, I'm not going to say they're fantastic. Uh, and, and background on that, I have been building and developing and designing websites for, uh, let me do the math, 20, almost 25 years. Um, so they're not great, but yes, literally from chat GPT, there's a handful of plugins where you have to have an account and set it up, but then you can create, uh, an actual fully working live website that you can deploy, uh, just from chat GPT in a matter of minutes. So yes, you can. Um, uh, Allah, another question. What is the APRIM plugin? Um, so that's mainly used as a Chrome extension. And that is a, um, a piece of software that expands the functionality of ChatGPT. So that's something we go through in our advanced PPP course, but there's a lot of different Chrome extensions. So you can work within ChatGPT still that greatly expand um, its, its capabilities and powers. And these are um, kind of softwares built on top of the default chat GPT that I believe have like millions of users. So they're great. Uh, but that's, that's a whole nother discussion for another day. Um, all right, let's, let's, let's keep going. I think I got to most of the comments. Thank you. If you're still here and still tuning in live, um, I just decided I'm going to do this. If you haven't jumped in on chat GPT, um, and cost is an issue. I'm going to pick one person, just drop a 20, you know, cause it costs $20 a month. I'm going to pay for your one month, uh, of, of chat GPT and also, uh, connect with you for an hour. So if you're listening on the podcast, make sure to check out the show notes, go in, leave a comment in this, uh, in the LinkedIn thread, which, which we always put in there. Uh, but let's keep going. So we're almost done here. And then I'm going to ask for more questions. So if you have more questions, please leave them now. Uh, I hope this has been valuable, but a couple other things to talk about, which we've kind of, kind of already mentioned, but again, it's so important that it's worth repeating in plugins. You cannot switch modes. So you can't start browsing with Bing in one chat and switch over to plugins. And it's important that you can, to know, you can only have three plugins active. And let's say you start a chat with two, you can't add a third and you can't swap them out either. So that's extremely important. Um, again, they all have to be installed individually. So that's important to know. So when you're searching for a plugin, uh, I kind of have it up on my screen here, but you have to scroll all the way to the bottom um, and it's going to say, you know, add a plugin and then you have to search through here. Um, and then you're going to click on install to install a plugin. And in a lot of cases, it works just like that. In other cases, you may have to enable two-factor authentication. You may have to log in. You know, Zapier is, is a great example. You'll see I have that installed. You have to make sure that you're logged into Zapier um, or it's not going to work. Um, all right. I, I, I see a couple of comments. This is great. Uh, PJ saying, I haven't bought the paid version. Today, I will. 
that's fantastic. So um, that is kind of the end. That's the end of, of our dive into chat GPT plugins. So real quick, I'm going to leave you with some, some kind of last words of, of advice. And if you do have uh, one more comment, now is the exact time to, uh, to get it in. So uh, I'm actually going to take this one now. Great question, uh, Nancy. Uh, so Nancy's asking, it seems like a plugin course is a good follow-up to the PPP course. What do you think? Yes. Um, exactly. So again, drop PPP in the comments. Uh, Nancy, shout out. Uh, I, I know you've already taken the course. So we are going to be launching the uh, kind of the pro version of that where we go much deeper into plugins. Uh, the hope is to do that in July. Um, so we have these uh, kind of, again, free, not selling anything at the end, uh, PPP course, which is uh, Prime, Prompt, and Polish. That's just how you should be using ChatGPT. Um, so we do those fairly often. Um, but yes, we are going to have that, um, the more advanced kind of pro version of that uh, launching in July for those that have gone through the uh, the normal uh, PPP. Uh, Jesse, thank you for the comment saying outstanding presentation. Uh, absolutely looking forward to having you, uh, in the PPP course. So kind of my, my parting thoughts are this plugins, I think are going to change the way business is done. Uh, that's kind of how I opened up the show. Um, I do think you can run almost um, hands off an entire small business or a department. You can run it in ChatGPT with plugins if you know what you're doing. Uh, You might need multiple accounts in doing so because you're going to hit that 25 message cap pretty quickly. Um, And we have a lot of of, uh, other tips in the PPP course that help you get the most out of, um, you know, plugins and just, you know, know, the paid membership. But the advice is this. If you haven't used ChatGPT+, again, I'm not getting paid to say this, you are missing out. You are missing out on extreme productivity. You are missing out on expanding your output exponentially. Um, You are missing out on being able to accomplish things that you could not do on your own. That's the great thing. You know, even just as a quick example, you know, having multiple diagramming uh, plugins inside of ChatGPT. I'm, I'm not great at making diagrams, love data, but the ability to take just about any data, whether it's your own spreadsheet or data that's publicly available on the internet, the ability to, within ChatGPT, create a diagram or a chart out of that data in seconds, that's literally could be someone's job. That could be, you know, if, if you work in data analytics, or if you're looking to expand that part of your business and you don't have anyone, you can pretty much just use ChatGPT. you know, learn how to do it, get good at it. And it can, it can literally almost, uh, replace that. Um, all right. I see, I see the first, the first 20 comments. So, uh, thank you. That is it. We went over a lot. This is over 30 minutes. This might be one of our, our longest, uh, podcasts to date. I think we're almost, uh, we're, we're about near our 50th episode probably next week. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, 
please check the show notes, join the conversation on LinkedIn. I think that's one thing that we try really hard at Everyday AI to do is to keep conversation because it's not always uh, easy to learn different AI. It's not easy to learn ChatGPT because so much of the information out there is geared toward people who are highly technical. It's geared toward people who are professional. it can be hard. It can be difficult. So join the conversation. Uh, there is no dumb question. Um, I guarantee you, if you leave a question, I will do my best to answer it. And there's a great helpful uh, community um, that are kind of following Everyday AI as well that, that help out uh, as well. So thank you for joining this. Please join me tomorrow when I talk about will ChatGPT and AI replace jobs. So If you want my hot take, join in tomorrow. So I hope to see you back tomorrow and every day on Everyday AI. Thank you. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.